Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower bonus episode with me, James Nakise, and I'm joined by Dr. Saab Jahal. Kill us up. Hey, James. Uh, Saab. We've all had shit jobs, all right? Like, we've all just had horrible bosses, and, you know, you've got, you get to that point where you just you wake up and you're like, oh, God, I've got to go into work. Yes, we have. And I guess in 21st language uh, speak, we'd call it a toxic workplace. Mm. But how do you know? Like, it's not, not just that you're having a bad time at work, but yeah. how do you know? that you're in a toxic workplace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Often your body will tell you. Yeah, your body will tell you. It's very good at figuring out what is unsafe and what is safe for you. So when you do things like notice that you're not sleeping as well as you used to, noticing that perhaps you're not eating as well as you used to or you're eating too much compared to how you usually do, if you're feeling unsafe at work, if it doesn't feel okay to talk to your colleagues or if it feels like you've got a leader, you've got a boss who's kind of lives by their rules, mm. but they expect you to perform at a completely different standard and they're not accountable for their behavior. Mm. Now, these are all internal and external signs that perhaps you're working in a place that is classified as toxic. You know, you may see other things too, like uh, you find like you've got little or no enthusiasm for your job. Mm. There's little communication or whatever communication that is given to you in your job is really hard for you to interpret. So mm. you end up kind of like guessing mm. what it is that you're supposed to be doing. If you see a lot of employee sickness or employee turnover, you know, people kind of coming and going because they feel like it's not a really great place to work. So all of these things are signs that perhaps you're in a place that is is toxic. Now, how do you end up in, the, in those sorts of jobs? You know, I think you're right. We, we end up sometimes in there because we're driven by a sense of responsibility, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you know, sometimes you've got to be the breadwinner. Um, sometimes there's no other option. Like, there's no other kind of job. But when you have been in that kind of job and you're finally out, you, know, if you've, you might have had to be there for quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, because, hey, again, you've got you to make that money. Yeah. How long realistically can it take to to recover from being the, on the daily grind in that kind of environment yeah it's it's really hard isn't it because you know sometimes you're right you, you've got to make ends meet or perhaps you're driven by a sense that you know because of what you know and who you are you feel like a sense of responsibility to to do the job that you've been asked to do but you can only keep that going for so long yeah and it's important to have that exit strategy. I mean, you are talking to a Pacific Islander about community pressure. I, 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 I feel this. I feel this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I have my own background that speaks <laughs> yeah, to that. Exactly, too. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's important to have an exit strategy. And mm. also knowing that actually perhaps your exit strategy isn't going to fit in with your career. Mm. So maybe you need to have a bridge strategy. Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily going to get you from A to B. You may have to detour to take you to some other place first. And often people report that, right? Yeah. If they've been working in a toxic environment for a while, they need to do something completely different 
in order to recover. And for some people that can go on for months and years before they feel like they've recovered from the toxicity and processed everything that they've gone through. One of the important things to do then, if you do find yourself stuck for a while in a mm. toxic environment because you've got no alternative, is you've got to find allies. Right. You've got to find people to talk to who can relate to what it is that you might be experiencing too. Does it have to be in the work environment itself? Or like, are you talking about just your pub quiz team? Or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely not necessarily in your own environment because that could be dangerous, right? Right. If it's a toxic environment, yeah, yeah. one of the things that's, that's toxic about those sorts of work environments is that there's gossip and cliques that often form. So it doesn't feel necessarily safe and you don't know who it is that you can and can't talk to safely. So maybe that you talk to people in other types of organizations that have a similar structure maybe. Or for those people who don't work in those sorts of places, then maybe, yeah, it's something outside of work. But you've got to find somewhere to kind of process all of that stuff that's going on for you and to help start defining your exit strategy. And when you've... Um if you if you can't if you're if you're listening to this and you're realizing man i'm in a toxic work environment uh, and i i haven't had time to figure out an exit strategy or maybe i'm not in the position where i can exit what can you do what yeah. is what are some things you can do yeah so one of the things that you can do is to help to uh, help yourself by trying to find ways for you to deal with the stress mm. that's generated by being in that toxic environment. So for, for you, it might be, you know, you go to the gym or you look after those diet, exercise, sleep, making sure you've got your good social connections in place. All of these things are protective when you're working in a toxic environment, but they can't deal with that situation forever. At some point, you're actually going to have to deal with your relationship with that environment. Now, it might be that you can document what is happening to you, hmm. and it may be that you can escalate that through your toxic environment workplace processes through HR, mm -hmm. but for many people, that doesn't feel like a safe option either. Hmm. So unfortunately, many people end up leaving right. those jobs and those environments, and they, they don't change. They hmm. stay toxic. Hmm. So if we're talking about big structural change, how do we need to call them out? Yeah. You know, maybe there is something about people getting together so it feels safe, um, so that we can address some of those toxic workplaces. But for the individual trying to go through that, then one of the other things that you can do is to keep yourself busy. Create lists of things that you can be doing so you can stay productive and stay your best self and on top of things for you working in that environment. Mm. But always with the mind to having a vision of what it is that you want to do to get yourself out, out of this environment mm. and not letting go of that and talking about what that feels like for you when you leave this place. And I'm just thinking that that's really great advice. Uh, and I'm just thinking of people who are listening to this, maybe who are scared, mm -hmm. you know, because I think we, we don't often acknowledge that those toxic work environments can be very scary mm -hmm. for people. And that, that's not just a, um, your classic Kiwi harden up mm -hmm. kind of thing, is it? That's, that's a genuine fear that they can acknowledge in, in terms of their processing and moving forward. Yeah, the, the fear is real. You know, if you're living, living and working in a workplace which is toxic, the extent of bullying mm. that may be apparent, and it might not be really in your face bullying, but it mm. might be very subtle kinds of bullying, but the feelings that you feel are valid. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I don't want people walking away from this thinking that actually 
Other people can't see it, so it doesn't feel real to me. If you are feeling it and experiencing it, it's really good to get that checked out with somebody else. You know, talk to somebody who's trusted, expose it to the light. Yeah. Because that way you'll get some good feedback on how you're feeling. Because often we can lose our radar on this. Yeah. Yeah. And you've worked shit jobs, right? I've worked shit jobs. I've worked shit jobs. Everyone's worked shit jobs. All right. And you, you can get through. And if you're listening to this and you're working a shit job right now, hey, all the best to you. And uh, hopefully Sam's advice here will help and we'll... Uh, we're here with you eating fried chicken. I recommend a good shower and some fried chicken if you need it. Right, thanks, Sam. Cheers, James. Cheers. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.